My name is Heidi, and I love stories. Sad stories, funny stories, and what the hell just happens stories. Turns out the Bible is full of them. And after two decades in Sunday school and a master's in English, I'm here to tell them to you. I'll be bringing my biases, boneheadedness, and a little faith that somehow it all works together for good, despite the tendency things have to get utterly screwed. Get ready. This is Messy Scripture. A little bit of introduction about me. I personally am a Christian, and I'm going to be bringing a Christian perspective. That being said, I'm bringing a Christian perspective, not the only one, and there are lots of other different kinds of Bible interpretation out there. What I'm going to be doing is telling the Bible stories like the absolutely crazy stories that they are. There's so much crazy stuff that happens in here, and a lot of times it's presented in Sunday school like we're just supposed to realize that that is normal. But God interfering in the affairs of man is not normal. It's a miracle, and I'm going to talk about it like it is. Also, people do some bizarre stuff if you leave them alone for like five minutes. So there's a lot of that mixed in, too. We're going to start at the very, very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1, and get through as much as we can in this first episode. So we might make it out of the Garden of Eden. Don't worry, I'll tell you what that is in a little bit. But for now, let's get started. The very beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth. God made the heavens and the earth in six days, doing a different, basically different thing every single day. And he created the heavens and the earth by speaking them into existence. He started out with a formless void. First thing up, light. And he saw that light was good. The next thing that happened was a dome to separate water from water. Basically, water and sky. Next thing up came dry land and vegetation. Then friggin' sun, moon, stars. After sun, moon, and stars the creatures in the water, and the creatures of the air. Fishies and birdies. So great. After that, God made the animals on the earth. And after that, on its own day. Freaking its own day, God made mankind. And God made mankind in his own image, which is insane. The only other thing made in his image is, wait for it, nothing. We are the only thing in the entire universe that we know of that God has said is made in his image. What exactly that means is complicated and difficult, and I don't quite understand it. But what I do know is that when God made everything else, he spoke them into existence. But when God made man, he breathed into us his own life force. How freaking cool is that? Now, when we go to Genesis 2, we find out that God didn't make men and women at quite the same time. First off, he made Adam, the man, and Adam was all alone, the only type of creature like himself. And God saw that that was not good. So God put Adam to sleep. And that's little surgery. He took a piece of Adam's side. We don't know if it's his rib or his side or his heart or what, but we know that out of his side produced woman. Now, woman is the last thing God created. The peak, baby. And peak creation, her name was Eve. And Adam was instantly smitten. Now, one thing to note is that Eve was not made on day seven, like you might think. Nope, day seven was established as a day of rest. Which means that man's first full day on earth was a day of kicking it with God. So if you feel overworked, just remember, your day one is day of rest, not day seven. It's pretty awesome. Now, we have... Adam and Eve, and they're in this garden called Eden. And it was sort of, dare I say it, a nursery for mankind. Because the idea was that man would be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. But they started off in this garden. And two things other than humans were really cool and special in this garden. It was two trees. One was called the tree of life. The other is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. 
Remember, too, that Adam and Eve are kicking it with God himself. So we're not looking at people who don't know what good is. So this tree's really only offering the knowledge of evil, if you think about it. And God told Adam and Eve, just in case it wasn't unappealing enough, that they could have anything else they wanted, but if they took from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they would surely die. When it comes from God's mouth, surely is a pretty sure thing. Now we're in Genesis 3, and we introduce my least favorite animal and the worst thing ever, the serpent, more crafty than any other wild animal. And it asked the woman, Eve, if God really said that they shouldn't eat from any tree in the garden. God didn't say that. He said one tree specifically. Every other tree was all good. And Eve told him so. And the serpent asked, well, are you sure, sure? And Eve said, eh. and hemmed and hawed until eventually she and Adam both decided that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil looked pretty stinking good. And so they ate some fruit. And that's when they realized they were bare-ass naked. Now, up until then, there was nothing to be ashamed of in their own bodies. They were created in God's image and also created by God. There's nothing to be ashamed of in that. But there was something about being naked in front of each other after they had the knowledge of good and evil and the contrast between them that made them want to clothe themselves. So they did. God came down into the garden to have his nice evening walk with them and couldn't find them. So he called out to them. They admitted where they were. And God asked them, who told you you were naked? Well, they admitted what they'd done and God was not happy about it. So he cursed everything. First off, he cursed the earth for man, made it hard. Before then, there were no weeds. It was easy to plant stuff and grow stuff. Everything was fine. You could name animals and they would answer to the names they were given. Gosh darn it. Adam ruining everything for me. <sighs> Sorry. Anyway, ruining everything for all of us. Anywho, the ground was cursed. For women, he made childbirth painful. So yes, period pain falls under that. Thank you, Eve. We're all so appreciative. And get this. He made it so that man and woman conflict like gender conflict started as a nature of sin how freaking annoying is that everything that we have about patriarchy and all of the really nasty difficult complicated relationships men and women have it started in the garden and it's still going because everything in the garden is still going now the last thing he cursed is the serpent to the animal the serpent he took away the legs yes before the fall of man snakes had legs but now, snakes have bellies. The last thing God said was not a curse. He said to the serpent that the son of man would crush his head. To the woman, he said that the woman's son would uh, be crushed in the heel by the serpent. What that means is going to come up later. But God, from the very beginning, was promising a way out, that the serpent would be crushed. How he was going to do it is going to have to wait. But God had a plan already. The last thing he did was make some garments out of skins for the man and his wife, clothed them, and then sent them out of the garden because they could not have access to the tree of life. They'd lost that privilege permanently. God guarded the garden with an angel, a warrior angel, so not a cute, fun, naked baby, a sword-wielding, probably multiple-winged, multiple-eyed, crazy bat. And that is where mankind started its adventure in all of the crazy stuff we've been doing ever since. So there you have it. We couldn't even make it three chapters through the Bible without man screwing everything up and God promising a way out. This is going to be a trend throughout the entire Bible where people find a way to royally ruin everything and God finds a way to royally redeem it. It's pretty cool. 
But for now, just remember, man's been kicked out of the garden. We have men and women. And though they weren't created to be in conflict, now they are. It's going to come up again. And they've been told to be fruitful and multiply. They're also aware of their nakedness. That's right. Next episode, we've got babies. Catch you then.